intro, kind of. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Episodes 11 through 19 are closer to what the podcast is now. They were still recorded a while ago. It was kind of during lockdown, kind of during things opening up, that weird middle ground that we were in but they were originally made for YouTube videos. So while it is podcasty, there's times where we reference things that we're looking at on the screen. Sorry, I didn't know I was gonna be putting these on Apple, Spotify, everything else afterwards. So you can go to YouTube if you wanna see the visuals, but if not, keep listening. And hey, once you get to 20, we are current and weekly, baby. Okay. So, I hope that's cute. It is cute. I can't. Like, oh, you're talking about the hole? The hole, yeah. Like, it's cute. Uh, Kiki in her holes. <laughs> I haven't told that cute. Well, <laughs> cute was not the words. <laughs> Can I? Oh, no, I'm not going to say those words. That's going to drive me bonkers. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, one more. Sorry. Sorry, I'm trying to make you presentable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, hi, I just got back from New York. Ah! I didn't. I got this dress out there. It's I actually have to do like some alterations on it. It's a little bit too big up top and I need to like bring it in a little bit. Um, but it was just so freaking cute. I was like, let me show you. I love it so much. It is adorable. Can't show the podcast. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned. I don't know if this whole is going to be cute in podcast form or like terrible because the camera's so little but yeah it's got these like heart cutouts i am a little bit concerned that from this angle it actually looks more like an apple oh no it's a heart no i i know that it's a heart i'm saying from this angle in this camera right here it oh, looks a man, little bit like i an apple. hate apples more than i hate anything in the world do you really hate apples i mean i dislike them i feel like they're just tree garbage <laughs> and the tree doesn't even fucking want them and that's why he drops them I think that's true of like all fruit. Eventually they all fall. Nuts too. It's all tree garbage. <laughs> if it's not McDonald's, you don't want it. If it was good, they would keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. And they want to share with you. I'm not buying it. That's like the most skeptic, skeptical look you've ever given me. Apples are not good. I used to hate pears. And then one day I was like, I more than anything in the world, I want a pear. And then after that, I love pears. I, it's so weird. My taste buds just change like that. Very weird. Mm -hmm. It's a weird craving. That's like a pregnancy lady craving to have. Well, I've never been pregnant. So, well, <laughs> never had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's a weird one. I don't ever really get cravings. You know, people talk about like, oh my God, I'm craving this thing. I must like be low on iron or whatever. I don't get cravings for specific items i just i'm hungry or i'm not hungry yeah no i get cravings for stuff i i mean it probably does correlate to like i'm low on calcium yeah. and i'm like no i crave chocolate i'm eating chocolate or like a pear yeah. or peaches i really wanted peaches the other day and i got peaches and they were delicious and it was perfect and they were so juicy they were like the juice was falling out so of that mouth. was one of the words i wasn't gonna say <laughs> I didn't describe it that way. It just was described that way. Oh. So think about me next time you eat a peach. Well. Just you, not you. I, I don't have any more peaches. I have nectarines at home. I have kiwis. Are you seedy? <laughs> no. I'm not seedy. <laughs> So I got this just in New York. <laughs> um, 
I had to do some alterations on it, but it's just so fucking cute. I was, um, it's actually when I was walking back from my class, um, so uh, yeah, I was in New York for dance classes. <laughs> tell them the whole thing. Yeah, tell them the whole thing. So yeah, I went to New York to take some uh, dance classes. I did like a week long uh, intensive training thing. It was like, it was a lot. Um, there was two of the days where I took like four hour and a half classes. It was like, bam, bam, bam. My body was sore, um, but it was very, very good. There was, I, I had made a list of all these things that like, you know, like during the pandemic of like, God, if this ever ends, these are all the things that I want to do. And some of it is like personal stuff, but a lot of it because I am very career focused are career focused things. And so I knew like I want to like polish and be like the best version of myself I can be. And one of those things was actually learning how to fucking dance mm -hmm. because I always tell people I am not a burlesque dancer. I'm a burlesque performer. I have no dance training whatsoever. You I can't did say not. that anymore. I, ah! You got training in New York, baby. I had <laughs> no dance training and now I'm getting dance training. Ah! Yeah, you, you've already done it. There's more to come, obviously, but like you I did have it. said that for like 10 years. It feels so weird to realize that's not true anymore. It didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of pressure now to be good. There's no pressure. But I've had dance training. Oh no, I fucked up, Harvey, I fucked up. I can't see this, but I'm putting my hands up. Oh, I'm doing thought shit, my hands are my knees. Yeah. <laughs> Jitterbugging. So this is one of the things that was like, I wanna be the best performer I can be. I wanna be the best version of myself I can be mm -hmm. in all aspects. And so one of those things was getting professional dance training by professionals. Um, and so yeah, that's why I went out there. It was very, very good. I learned so much already. Um, and we're going to do lots of follow-ups and Zoom meetings and things like that. And then I'm going to go back and like polish some more things. Um, I worked with a choreography choreographer who um, uh, super polished my clown act. And so I have this like whole video of like ah! of how to like do it like better and like just just upgrading everything. And just I, I use this example to explain to a couple people because it's just my favorite one, the one I can remember off the top of my head. But one of the things that she taught me was like, so if I like, there's a, at the intro where the music starts and I turn around, I'm like, bam, right? And when I bam, I put my arms out. I'm like, bam, like I'm here. And she was like, when you do that and go out, if you just like stretch out, like you can look, see, you see me, my arm is out. To me, it was always like length, right? Mm -hmm. She said, stretch your, uh, send your energy through your middle finger. And if you see how if I straighten that, oh, what happens to my it hand? It looks like magic. Like you just did a spell or something. It looks so like it's dainty. It's, yeah, it looks a little bit more magical. And it just is different to send your energy through your middle finger because the rest of your fingers naturally create that shape. Mm -hmm. Then if you're like, bam, and it's like a little bit. You see? Ooh. It's just different than like, bam, which can be a little Nazi, you know? Oh. It's just stiff and straight. St it's stiff and boring. Yes. I always thought, whatever, long lines. That's what's supposed to be beautiful. But like that. Yo, yeah. So it That was, is amazing. That is such a small detail and it makes a world of difference. And that's everything that she did was like moment by moment of my entire act, finding all of these details of like, she wasn't changing my act. She mm -hmm. like took what I did. She enhanced it. Oh, so much. Enhanced. So much. Enhanced. Where's that from? Um, super troopers. Oh, okay. It's mm -hmm. just anytime I say the word enhance, like my brain immediately goes there. 
where they're like doing like the security footage and he's like on the computer. Oh, and it's that yeah. kind of hands. And he's yeah. like, enhance. And he's literally looking over like enhance. I'm like, just fucking print it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she is enhancing. And it's like, yeah, the whole act is like that. And so I'm very excited about like the future and what's to come. And like, so I'm going to like practice that for a while. We're going to do some Zoom meetings about it. And then I'm going to go back up. And it's like, okay, now that I have this down, mm -hmm. how can we like make it even better mm -hmm. and throw some fucking turns and spins? And yeah. At one point she was like, oh God, what does she call it? Oh, uh, she told me a bunch of different names for moves, but she was like, okay, so when you like do this part and you, we'll say this, what it, I don't think this is what it is, but she's like, when you do here and you do the Ron Dijon, and I was like, what? She goes, you're Ron Dijon. I was like, I do a Ron Dijon? And she's like, it's the, the turn where you do the left, right, left spin and land on your other foot. And I'm like, that's just my clown spin. So this entire time you actually were doing the things you didn't, just didn't realize that like you already had it in you. I danced. So like she didn't teach you anything. She unlocked it from you. Well, she taught me a lot of stuff too. Okay. But yeah. But she did I'm trying to make you things. feel better. Okay. I didn't know. I thought I just did clown turns. <laughs> but yeah, like I was doing shit. I didn't even know I was doing shit. That's awesome. It was very exciting. Come on, Ronda Jean. I didn't know. <laughs> Actually, this is unrelated but like i was it's like maybe two years ago i was at i sound like so worldly i was at this like thing in miami <laughs> like well traveled i'm just well traveled uh but i was uh, i went to go it was for the tony robbins event that i went mm -hmm. to uh with amanda who i saw in new york weird it's all coming around um on our last night we went like out to like different clubs and partying and stuff and i was just like dancing and having a good time but like i don't even then dance, I'm like, I'm having a good time. I'm doing this, but I'm not a dancer. And for whatever reason, maybe she said something about me being a burlesque performer or something. And so like, I started like, basically I just pretended like when I have my feather fans in my hand, mm -hmm. but like without the fans. And so I was, I can't do it cause I'm holding the mic, but I was like doing like different things. And I was like, I'm dancing. And I text July and honey. And I was like, dancing it's just using feather fans. But like, I never, I, I was a burlesker before I knew how to dance. So in my head, I learned it opposite. <laughs> where I was like, oh, if I just don't have the fans in my hand, but still do the motions, that's what dancing is. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're coming to these realizations and it's not just like still like a wall there and you're like, wait, I still don't get it. Can you do it again? But I, you're getting it. You are grasping this knowledge. Yeah. I just, I just learned things backwards from most people. I learned how to strip first. And then was like, wait, if you keep your clothes on, that's dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who the fuck it? Okay. I can do that. That's, that's actually easier. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, you are. Yes, this is true. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's why I'm wearing this dress. Like I said, I had to do some stuff to it, but I just flooded an excuse to wear it. It's so fucking cute. I did miss you. I miss you too. I was so lonely. I'm sorry. You're like the only person that I see. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I cleaned like my kitchen. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's my personal news. <laughs> Actually, no, that is a pretty big triumph. My house used to be owned by a hoarder. And so there are still a lot of hoarder aspects of my house that mm. we've just been living with yeah. for a while. So I am like finally getting some of that like put away, thrown Good. away, organized, whatever. So like it's awesome. Good. I'm like, glad to hear that. I went to my kitchen. I made a cake for my dad for Father's Day. 
And like, it was so nice having counter space, which previously we had not. Yeah. That is very important. Mm -hmm. I know like it's a whole thing about like your environment is a reflection on your mental state, Mm -hmm. but it works the other way around Mm -hmm. too. Like it's, it's not like one is the other. It sucks because I've been focusing on like other parts of the house that my office is trashed right now. It Mm -hmm. is I'm like, how do I can't even like walk in here? Yeah, this is then terrible. you don't want to go in there. You don't yes. want to do and things in there. And then I have there. to be in there because I'm streaming from there. I get ready in there, and so I'm just like in a bad mood from like the second that I start getting ready, which exactly. sucks. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, you don't. And then you feel like stressed out because the whole time yes. you're thinking I should be cleaning, but you can't find things. And mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It's it's so so bad. And I know like somebody who has uh, dealt with depression for a long time. Like they both. It's like a, a chicken and the egg thing, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like if I'm if I am depressed and I can't I just can't bring myself to do these things. It gets grosser and messier mm-hmm. and messier. And then it is so much harder to get out of the depression because it's like this overwhelming anxiety because I'm like surrounded by garbage. So you feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. And so like one one of those things has to break first. Yeah. You can't wait until you're better to clean because being clean is what's going to make you feel better. Yeah, it, it's. It's been a little overwhelming, but thankfully, one of the things that I do to get myself out of this funk, unfortunately, is I'll just scroll on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I found myself in like depressed nest TikTok. But it's good because it's people like, look, we get it. We've, we're all depressed and we are all living in our own filth and garbage right now. And we all want to get out of it, but we're overwhelmed and we can't do it. So like people are like posting like, these are the things that I do just to make things a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one lady... Which just blew my fucking mind. It was just like 15 minutes. You set a timer for 15 minutes. She has like this like visual timer where it's like red. And then as it gets Ah. like the red goes away. So you see like visually how much time you have left. Which is important. Yeah. Yeah. And so she sets a timer for 15 minutes and she's like, get as much done in 15 minutes as you can. And after that, you just stop. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's all you're cleaning. Yeah. But like you're like, okay, telling yourself I only have to do this for 15 minutes makes you so productive. Mm -hmm. And like it's actually kind of amazing like what you can get done in that time knowing that's all that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. How embarrassing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that's that's wonderful. And I'm glad that you like found yourself on that part of Mm -hmm. TikTok. I think I saw one that was talking about like leaving your like shower like scrubber and stuff and oh, all yeah, that. Oh, yeah, so and while the, your conditioner is going, you just, like, scrub yeah, it real quick? Yeah, the guy, he was doing it more like a joke where he was like, since you're going to be sitting in the shower all day crying, <laughs> just, like, you might as well have your scrubber so you can just, like, sit on the floor and at least do that and do, like, one thing. Okay, but I actually did do that. Yeah, but was I, mean, I wasn't crying, but I was just like, I don't fucking feel like doing anything. So, like, even though I have a tub, I don't take baths, mm-hmm. but I do take a shower and sit in the Me tub. Too. Me which too. Is like, oh my gosh. One, that's like my favorite thing for a hangover. I literally will just sit in there and I'm just like, just wash like it, it off just, of me. Yeah, like falls on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then too, like I'll just sit there and it's also just really relaxing just to have the water hit you in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in there and I had just cleaned my bathroom, but my tub was still a little bit like icky. And so I was just sitting there and like the scrubber was still in the soap dispenser. And so I was just like... Mm-hmm. Just sitting here laying, rubbing my tub. Yeah. But I was I mean, like, I'm doing there. something while I'm doing nothing. Yeah, it's exactly. Nice. You know what's really good for that is those magic erasers. Oh, because yeah. Because you don't need the soap. That's that's the one thing about that where I'm like, even though I understand I'm getting like rinsed off, the idea of like nudity and chemicals, like it kind of oh, like yeah. is icky to me. Uh, but those erasers, you just get them wet and it's just like. Burp, 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 burp. I think there's chemicals in there, isn't it? I thought they were just like magic. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like an eraser. Like you don't have to like put chemicals in an eraser to erase pencil. It's like it's that it's 
it's plastic and it's rubbing. It's not, you're not using chemicals to like eat away the shit and then scrub it off. You're just rubbing the shit off. Oh, okay. Have you ever used a magic eraser? I think I have once before. It doesn't sound like it. (laughs) I guess you're right. Maybe I haven't. (laughs) Maybe I've been missing out this whole time. Because it's like when you do it, it flakes. Again, like an eraser, you see the flake and the magic eraser slowly disappears because you're like using more and more of it. Okay. But it's, I think it's just the friction. You're pushing the gunk off. Oh, okay. So it's just like a scour pad or something. Kind of. Yeah. But like magic. But like super soft. How does it work? Magic! Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of shower stuff, I realized we totally didn't even mention this when we were talking about coming back from Vegas in the last episode and we hinted <gasps> at it. So, when we were in Vegas together, the fire alarm went off in our hotel room at like midnight. We had had a super long day doing like photo shoots mm-hmm. and like just exhausted. I had like we a- walked so much because we I think we had breakfast and then from there we went to Beehof and then the tour wasn't ready so we went walking and it was I don't know like 115 degrees in the desert or something. Mm-hmm. So we were exhausted. We did so much and then so yeah when we got back she was like I am going to sleep and she was sleeping in like the living room and like the couch area because we had like a two room like a suite thing. So which was so nice. So she gets ready. She lays down. I'm like, I'm going to take a shower. And as I said, I like to sit in the shower and let the water go over me. And it's always extra awesome in hotels because the water is so hot. and Like the hot water heater never mm-hmm. runs out. Yes. Like at my house. Uh, and I'm just there and I'm just like, ah. And then the fucking fire alarm starts going off. So I have to like run out. I'm soaking wet. Get a towel. But I'm like naked putting shoes on with wet fucking feet. Because I've been in hotels before when the fire alarm goes off and you get the fuck out especially when you're on like the 10th floor or mm-hmm. whatever we were on we were on the 23rd okay yeah we were super high yeah <laughs> so you just get the fuck out and so i'm like wet in like like not even like uh sweatpants mm-hmm. and like a, just my bra and like she's like just fucking go just get your purse and go out and then when we're in the hallway walking she's like no other alarms are going off because normally the hallway mm-hmm. is also blinking and going off. So I was falling asleep and like there was a party above us. So like they were being kind of loud and I was still just like, I had my noise, mach- my white noise machine on and I was trying to fall asleep and I had just drifted there. I was like right there. A fucking fire alarm edge me with my sleep. And like it's blackout, like, cause we have the blackout curtains and then we can control the lights through the iPad that was in the room. Mm-hmm. And so all the lights were off and it was right next to me. And so it was just dark. And then I just hear the fucking alarm and I grab the iPad and I press the button to turn all the lights on. So all the lights in the entire like room turned on and I ran to your room just to see like, what the fuck? What's going on? And you're like, get your shit, get your shoes on. Let's go. And I was like, okay. And it was like, we had to scream at each other because the alarm was so piercingly loud. We're screaming to communicate with each other. And so you were still getting dressed. I like ran out because you were like, are people leaving? And so I ran out into the hallway and nobody was around. And like, it's so loud that like, I thought that I could hear it throughout the entire hallway because yeah. it's so it fucking loud. It was echoing so fucking loud. And so like, I closed the door behind me and I start going to like the rooms and I'm putting and, like, my ear against the door, like old school, just like this. And it's silent. The lights in the hallway aren't flashing. The lights and like, you can hear like nothing was coming out of the rooms. And so I went back to you and I was like, it's just our room. And then I went out to the balcony and I can hear the people upstairs still, still having partying. a party. Still partying. So yeah, I called downstairs. Cause like at that point I'm like, okay, I will call. 
if otherwise I get the fuck out. But if yeah. it's literally You're only like, do we room, need to evacuate? So yeah, so I called them and I was on hold for forever. Eventually it stopped by itself, but it was a good while before they answered. And I'm like, this just happened. What's going on? And they were like, no, there's no fire. Don't know. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> this just happened. I ran out of the shower. I'm like soaking wet. And they're like, well, we can send somebody, but like the maintenance is busy. Probably be like an hour or two. And I'm like, Okay, but you don't have an answer as to why this happened at fucking 1230 at night. And it maybe there is a fire Somewhere. between the walls, between my room and the next room next door. Or like, you know what I mean? You don't know. Like, send somebody now. What's even more concerning is that they didn't get any sort of notification that an alarm had gone off. So I'm like trying to be polite, but still like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Like, this is crazy. Uh, and then I had made the thing like, okay, I am like still soaking wet. I had to jump out of the shower and run down the hallway wet. And he was like, oh, were you taking a hot bath? Sometimes the, the steam sets the alarm off. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take a hot bath. Like you weren't boiling water underneath the, the alarm. And so I'm, like, this is a reoccurring problem. Yeah, for him to have that answer. Yeah. That's not okay. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. And I try to always be so positive and so, like, polite to staff. And, like, I know this isn't your fault. You actually told him, like, look, I am not upset with you. I understand that this is not your doing. But surely you have to understand that how jarring this is to be. You were like, she was asleep. I was in the shower. Like, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. And this on top of, like, we just did not get good sleep while we were there, which I guess you're not supposed to sleep in Vegas or whatever. I don't fucking know. I the need option. my sleep. <sighs> um, but the first night that we were there, we were told the pool closed at 6. Pool party till 4 a.m. Pool party echoing. started at midnight. Yeah. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. The hotel was beautiful. The trip mm -hmm. was wonderful. Do not want to make it sound negative. We, sound, we talked about all the good stuff last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But that was, like, one, like, very traumatic experience well we didn't talk about going to the uh, Beehive museum that's okay we don't have to okay <laughs> it was wonderful so much stuff to talk about <laughs> um <laughs> yeah you like ran out and you're like were you smoking i was like i was asleep i don't even remember asking you that i remember thinking that but i did not i don't remember that i actually asked you that yeah <laughs> i was like i was asleep it was right there so close. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Like, it wasn't your fault. It was, I mean, but I guess it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures were beautiful. Oh my the trip gosh. was absolutely worth it. I got amazing photos. The photographers are going to do like a, they're making like a vlog about what it's mm -hmm. like to shoot with them. So I'm going to be featured in that thing about like, you know, photography in Las Vegas. It was amazing. They were so kind. They were wonderful. They were wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go back and do comedy out there. So I'm excited about that too. Fun. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yay. Yay. Bye. Not bye. <laughs> it's Harvey time. What do you have for us today, Harpy? I am going to a horror movie film festival this weekend. Yay! This is the first
first time in a year and a half. Yeah. Two years? When's the last time you went to a horror con type thing? A horror con? I've actually never been to a horror con before. Oh. I've been to like comic cons. Okay, I was thinking Yeah. That. Okay. But I have not been to a horror con before. And this is still going to be a little bit different because it's going to be more of a film festival. But there are going to be like ce- celebrities to meet. Um, so um, actually the season just ended. But every Friday night I would watch uh, The Last Drive-In hosted by Joe Bob Briggs and tweet along on Twitter. And there's thousands of us it's it, it actually ends up trending to like number one on twitter every friday oh wow i didn't realize that yeah. i always say you you were very active on fridays like y'all are all commenting on horror mm-hmm. stuff but i didn't realize it was that popular yeah like it's it usually like depending on when it's happening it's um the last drive-in uh, wrestling and drag race are all three things oh, that compete wow. against each other on Friday nights. I did not realize that. Yeah. So yeah, I thought when I see you tweeting about this, I always thought the last drive-in was like a series that you were watching. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, I just found out recently that it is, it's kind of like Elvira style mm-hmm. or mystery science theater where mm-hmm. they like, it's them hosting, showing you a different movie yeah. every week. Yeah. So there's uh, different movies every week. Sometimes they're the theme. Sometimes there isn't. They're just like, these are just two movies that we like. Um, and Joe Bob knows like everything about movies and about these movies specifically. So there's breaks in between the movies where he'll tell you like something about the actor or something about the movie or something about the time that the movie came out in mm-hmm. and like what was going on and why this is prevalent to that time. It's super cool and super informative. And like this year he had a bunch of like guests on, but, like not in person. He has them on like TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had, um, he had Bruce Campbell in there Aww. who I love. I <laughs> Um, but then he also had like other people that are like big in horror. Um, it, it was really cool. Actually, this last week, oh gosh, Roger Corman. He had Roger Corman on, and he was the one who made the original Little House of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was really cool. I thought it was a musical. It is not a musical. I don't know if you knew that the original is not a musical. Wait, the one. That is not the original. That's not the original? Mm-mm, that's a remake. So I think a Broadway show was made of the movie, of the original movie, and then that movie was made on the Broadway show. I did not know that. Because in my head, it's like from the 80s, and there's, what's his name, the one that played Seymour? Uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, like I just, to me, because it's old, surely that was the original? Yep. So I the original was that. made in the 60s. It's a black and white movie. Yeah, and it's it's really funny and it's super crazy. Um, I mean, it's the same storyline and everything. Things are a little bit different, but it's not a musical. So I was like, I'm ready to sing, and like no music happened. I, I was, had, but no I was still idea. playing the music in my head as the scenes were happening, <laughs> and I wasn't the only one. A lot of people were like, everyone's singing this song in their head right now, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally am. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. There's that was one of my f- Hairspray and Little Shop of Horrors were my two favorite movies when I was a kid. I told you I just watched Hairspray, the original Hairspray, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Which also, also I thought a was a musical, and it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh oh, oh, welcome nope. to the 60s. Yep. And then nothing was, I was like, oh, okay, it's There's just me. music, but they're just dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, when I looked it up also, the genre for Hairspray is um, comedy slash music. And I was like, oh, okay. So like the yeah. the one that I saw first, which is the remake, is musical slash comedy. Yeah, so I was like, like okay. Travolta one. Yes. And I was like, okay, well, maybe there aren't as many songs or whatever. There's not it's a song. It's music in that. There was music playing. about dancing. So there's lots of dance, dance mm-hmm. but yeah, they're not like 
I whatever musicals are. I love you so much, but I'm confused. About I can my hear the bells suddenly ringing. It's wonderful. I never saw the remake. I yeah, we talked about this, and I would love for you to see it, mostly because I want an excuse to watch it again. Okay. Um, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the original Little Shop of Horrors, not a musical. No idea. And it's black and white. See, this is why this is a very good thing for you to watch. You're getting so informed about yes. the history of horror. I'm educated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that happens every Friday. And um, because I've been watching that, even though I did love horror movies before, and now I have a different respect and like new uh, perception perce- perspective of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really, really excited to go. And it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Friday it starts at 4, and I think it ends at like midnight. Um, and then Saturday it starts at 11 a.m. And I think it ends at like 12 or 1 or something. Too much movie. <clears throat> it's a lot of movie. It's, I mean, it's multiple movies. Yeah. It's not like the same movie like over and over again. 120-hour movie. <laughs> what do you think? This is a stream? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, there's. Um, I'm really excited. Um, and then Sunday I have something else going on. So, I don't know if I'm going to be there for the whole thing. I feel like by Sunday – I mean, yeah. I don't know. You love this, so maybe you yeah. wouldn't. But I would be like, I'm movied out. It's possible. I might – I was going to ask, is it like all like like Saw or all like cheesy old? Oh, or no. Like these are all like, or? like indie movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, these are not like you saw this in theater movies. Like they're at other film festivals and stuff. But like it's one of those like indie. I misunderstood. I thought it was like a best of. Oh, no. This no. is like all new indie movies. You yeah. Have no idea. I've, oh. I've never heard of any of these movies before. So like actually I have some of them pulled up. So let me see. My computer's being kind of funny right now. But like there's a movie called uh, Bad Candy. And I think this one's about like Halloween, um, like Halloween time. And then there's another one called Nothing But the Blood and um, Occurrence of Mills Creek. That looks like it might be like a possession movie or something. Um, so there's like feature length films and then there's short films that are like 10 minutes long. So there's, mm. I mean, you can see this list here. Oh, wow. This is, and there's actually on Saturday, there's two rooms of movies. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So obviously I hate this more than anything, but <laughs> I'm happy for you. And it's, I keep saying I miss conventions so much and yeah. this is just making it that much more like, because a lot of the anime and the comic cons, they have those screening rooms mm-hmm. where there's like three or four rooms all going at the same time and they'll have different themes. And it was just always... It was so much fun to just like, because you had the, the panels and stuff to go to, but then, you know, in between, maybe something's not going on for three or four hours that you actually want to do. There was always something to still do. Mm-hmm. You could walk around the dealer's room or just pop into any one of these three rooms and just watch something new either or something you love, but like learn about something new. And now you have a new favorite. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm really excited. And yeah, there's going to be vendors and there's also going to be celebrities to me, like horror celebrities, like mm-hmm. horror celebrities. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to meet any of them because, you know, that costs money. Oh, it's like extra. Yeah. yeah. Cause you pay for like the photo op or something. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So like every single celebrity that goes to cons, that's what they do. But like, is there anybody I would recognize? I don't think so. Oh wait, no. Eddie Munster is going to be there. Oh, how old is he now? Um, I think he was like a be... child in the fifties. That's what is, this he's is him. dead. Oh yeah. He's very old. Yeah. Good for him for still having a job. I thought you were going to say for being alive. Same. <laughs> Um, but yeah he actually was the last one added and that was pretty recently but everybody else I don't think that you would know who they are Um, I don't know if you ever saw Sleepaway Camp Felissa Rose of course not Um, um, yeah I don't think isn't Ginger Lynn a porn star she is 
I knew that one. <laughs> she does horror too. Oh, she's one of those scream queens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of like porn horror crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that being a thing of like, yeah, just because the, they would always have like the, what do they call it? The obligatory topless running away from the murder scene. I want to yeah. be that girl so bad. <laughs> I mean, fly. Right, audition. Is that the whole audition is taking your shirt off, right? And screaming? Yeah, I could do that. Oh my God. Can we hold auditions for that? <laughs> just without the screaming? I have a camera. There's, we can make, there's several right here. <laughs> we can make a movie. I, that's how a lot of movies started, I bet, back in the day. Right? Wasn't there a movie about this? Like It's just the casting couch idea, right? Yeah. You just you you make a movie just so you can audition people. I'm not saying I'm going to, and I don't want people to think that I'm being a terrible person just for the purposes of jokes. It would be funny for me in my head to do this thing that I'm not going to do. If you see that she is holding auditions for anything, just know what you're getting into. Okay. Not the show auditions. Those are legit auditions. Those are legit auditions. I, I didn't say anything. I know, but I want people to know, like, if they see, because the showgirl auditions are probably going to happen in the next couple of months. They're going to be like, this is what she was talking about. Kiki's a terrible person. <laughs> oh, no. What a, what a pervert. Don't work for her. And then I'm out of business for life. I've gotten me too without the fun part. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about yesterday about living in the what ifs. <laughs> I'm already creating a whole story in my head <laughs> and I'm angry at you for causing it. <laughs> you ruined my career, Harvey. I'm not responsible for your decisions. But I didn't even really do it. I'm just saying we are going to actually have auditions for showgirls and now people are going to think that they're shady and they're not. There will be no couch at these auditions. You will not need to show your license at all. Well, and other, well, yeah, I mean, I do need to know they're of age because we work in bars. We do. You will need to show your license for one thing. There, also, I don't know any more references because I've never seen these before. Leather couch. There's no leather couch. Well, we got the purple couch. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. <laughs> I think that's going to be awesome. And I'm so glad that. You know, we've talked about this before, that there are lots of things that people started doing, hobbies, mm -hmm. whatever, uh, during the pandemic, work stuff that, like, you can carry on. And you got, like, so this became, like, a bit of your, like, Twitter family. We all are doing mm -hmm. this every week. I see you have, like, the same people. You're all interacting. Mm -hmm. And, like, to get to go now do these things in person yeah. is so awesome. I'm really excited. I, I had, like, I tweeted something about like are there going to be any like houston fans um going to the thing one person responded saying like i want to go but i have to work and i was like i understand you know you should just quit your job and come hang out with me <laughs> you don't like me <laughs> <laughs> you're rubbing off on me <laughs> um, but um so hopefully there will be people i mean obviously there's gonna be people there like vip yeah. sold out like the two different tiers of vip that they have are sold out wow yeah um so like i know there's gonna be people there um, and actually somebody, uh, Ivy had messaged me and she was oh, like, Oh, shut up. Yeah. She, well, she still doesn't feel comfortable going out cause you know, her thing. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I have a ticket if you want to go. And I was like, I have like weekend tickets, but thank you. So that like, it's very sweet of her to offer. Yeah. But like she said, she's going to give it to somebody else. So I might see somebody else that I know there. Yeah. But like either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, mm -hmm. they definitely are like 
like a new family for me. Yeah. Because we have like our inside jokes. We have our nicknames for each other. Yeah. We have like our whole thing. And like, you know, I've been pretty honest online about like when I'm not feeling great, like mentally and stuff. And mm -hmm. they've been so supportive and so nice. And like, yeah. hey, we've been there too. I'm looking out for you. Like, let me know if you want to talk. Some of them have reached out to me just like, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Like, I'm here if you want to talk. This is what I went through. And like, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. And like, it's come from something that's, you know, so, so terrible and gruesome. Yeah, it's and gruesome bloody. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like they're wonderful people. Some of them, oh. yeah. Well, good. I'm really happy for you. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, this time brought a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for clownspiration. Clownspiration, not, not perspiration. perspiration. Oh, where's my nose? Shit. Today's conspiration is actually shorter than the last couple of ones. I've kind of been reading you like different like blog posts or articles, you know, motivational stuff. Uh, this is just a short quote, but I think it's very important. Uh, this is from Jim Rohn, who is Tony Robbins' mentor. Oh. Which, yeah. Oh, what a guy that person's got to be. Exactly. I think <laughs> that is so, so amazing. He talks about him often and always says like he learned everything from him, but then he like expanded upon things and like just researched different stuff and became like you know, you put together the recipe that is you. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is the guy that like started his whole thing because he was like a motivational guy. But like back in like, I don't even know, like the 60s or something. Like he was doing it like way back when, when people were like, suck it up. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of uh, skepticism about like, what do I need to be motivated for? I yeah, should just, just be working. Just do your job and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't there, obviously. I just am yeah. assuming that this was a very angry time based I also on. I was not there, but. I know, but I'm just saying we're making assumptions. I feel like they're pretty safe assumptions. <laughs> I'm picturing like the old black and white pictures of like the coal miners with like the stuff, but that's also like the teens, I think, but that's what I'm picturing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they've got like the soot all over them and they've I got like the paperboy hat? I assume that was the same time. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> I don't think either one of us are right, though. I think that was like. I feel like it might be the teens. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so back then, he has like a billion quotes. He's very good if you just want to like look things up. But this in particular, I actually have it printed out and uh, pinned in my office because I think it's very important. It's something that I have struggled with for many years, uh, which is learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. If you work hard on your job, you can make a living. But if you work hard on yourself, you'll make a fortune. That is so difficult to do. Um, I I know that especially now you're like figuring out, you know, you quit the job that you've been at for like eight years mm -hmm. or something. And yeah. so you're in this transition period. And it is very easy to, out of necessity, throw yourself into like another like pay the bill thing, which I get. Everybody's got to pay bills, mm -hmm. right? I did a lot of waitressing, right? Like I get it. But just keeping that um, balance and understanding that, like, you also have to work on yourself. And, you know, we've talked about this so much. I struggle with this a lot. I always, and not even just with, like, oh, the day job, with the shows, I will put myself last all the time. I will not care about eating. I will not care about sleeping. I will not care about my health. I don't care about anything else because if something's we got to work on the show, we got to work on the show. It's my number one. Like it's my life. It's my love. It's everything. And that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. 
And many times it has very much gotten in the way of the show when like my back goes out and suddenly we're canceled for a month because I can't walk. Mm -hmm. And that happened over and over and over again. I still didn't learn my lesson because I'm hardheaded. And during this, this reason why it's printed on my wall is because this time away from everything is the first time that I have spent a significant amount of time working on myself, like personally on my health, on my body, on my brain, um, and on the performances, you know, doing, going to New York was definitely an investment. You know, there was money involved in it. That is money that previously would, I would have never even thought of spending on myself because I would have been like, well, no, like I, I've got five showgirls and if I can't take everyone with me, I'm not going to go. Mm -hmm. And like, almost like it would be, it would be mean of me to make myself better if I couldn't afford to take everybody else. So let me instead spend this money on five new costumes for them. It is like a bit of my codependency that I, other issues I'm going to therapy with of trying to like always do too much for other people and not give a shit about myself. But I'm investing in myself for the first time. And it's been very wonderful. Um, the other thing, he has like a separate quote that I think like just is related, which is the greatest gift you can give somebody is your own personal development. I used to say, if you will take care of me, I will take care of you. But now I say, I will take care of me for you if you will take care of you for me. That is so good. Yeah. That is so good and important. Not only like with business stuff, but like with personal mm -hmm. relationships. So I'm telling you that to let you know I can't help you do anything ever again. Um, okay. <laughs> you have to take care of you. So something that I've always, when I was in management, my job was like keeping people motivated. Um, something that I also always would tell people is you can't fill from an empty well. Yes. And like, I feel like that just works so perfectly with bees as well. Yeah. Like you can't take care of something else if you're not taking care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. You can't give if you have nothing left to give. Yeah. So you have to give to yourself first. Yeah. Which I logically have known for a long yeah, time. of course. But the act of actually doing it can be so, so difficult, especially mm -hmm. when you're trying to unlearn mm -hmm. years of habit. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all it really is, is habit. Yeah. Um, it just sucks that those bad habits were created. And so it's like, okay, if a bad habit can be created, a good habit can be formed. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was really important and wanted to share, like I said, especially as you're in this transition period to really like, yeah, how, how are you going to work on yourself? I mean, even like going to the horror thing, like that's something you're doing for you and mm -hmm. it makes me so happy. Yeah. But it also overlaps with your work stuff because yeah, yeah, you're doing, you stream your horror, mo your horror games mm -hmm. and everything and you do your murder, she streams. So it's all like, it's also like networking and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And also just making me happy. Yeah. <laughs> and just happiness. Yeah. Which is the most important thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Um, We've talked about this so many times and you, you've talked about like guilt that we feel sometimes about like wanting to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. and like how like, no, 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 I have to do this for everybody. Yeah. And we talked about like, no, we have to put you there first and then we will follow like little ducklings. Just follow. Yeah. But. I'm getting, I'm, I've known that, mm -hmm. but I didn't like know that, mm -hmm. but it's definitely, again, this year has really 
like shoved it in my face because mm-hmm. there was not another option. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. It was like work on myself or fucking lay in bed and die. Yeah. Which was also something I was struggling to not do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did not have a choice and, but it's, it's sometimes I have to be forced and it's, it's, it's still, like I said, I'm getting to, I'm doing these awesome things and it's better for like the entire show and the entire production. Mm-hmm. But in the past I struggled with guilt yeah. for doing anything for myself. Yeah. I mean, when I was quitting my job, I told you, I feel guilty for leaving them. I feel guilty for leaving them in a position of like not having me, mm-hmm. which sounds like, like I'm just full of myself, but I'm amazing at what I do. Yeah, like I know that good. I am. Yeah. And that's why I felt guilty because I feel like I've kind of hindered their ability to not have me there. Yeah. And you're like, no, fuck him. Yeah, well, this is so funny because I can always say it for somebody else. Yes, it's, it's so easy so, to do it for somebody else. So easy. Because I talked to you about this and I'm like, you weren't working there for free. It wasn't a gift. Or yeah. no, sorry, opposite. They weren't giving you money just because. Yeah. Like you were earning that money. You don't owe them anything, mm-hmm. especially if you're unhappy there. You need to do what makes you happy mm-hmm. because you're going to die. Here we go again. It's true. (laughs) You're going to die. I'm going to die. If you're not spending this time doing what makes you happy, what the fuck is the point? You are not going to be like on your deathbed and be like, I am so glad that I entered in those invoices. (laughs) I did. I I really like, I'm super glad I spent my time doing those invoices for them. I know Thank that you. I know that if I still work there, my di- my the last thing I would say with my dying breath is be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I died for them." Beep. Exactly. <laughs> or I curse you with my last breath. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Prevent it is all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to. You do know, that. it's like we all. There are so few things that are guaranteed. That is guaranteed. If you know that That's is the only thing I wish wasn't guaranteed. I know, but, it but is. here we are. It's guaranteed. And so if you know it's guaranteed, it's like literally the only thing that you can actively work towards like doing it the way you want it to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like have have that moment be be okay. You know, I don't I don't want to die. You know I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Spent some time this year thinking I was going to. It fucking sucks. But I do have like a lot of like peace about it because I know like I've done some awesome shit. I have lived an amazing life. I have gotten to do things that I never, ever, ever dreamed would be possible. Mm -hmm. And so if I like tonight just laying in bed realize like this is happening I would, there's like, okay, okay. Actually, I did have that moment when I had, I don't even know if I told you about this. When I had to go in for my surgery, for those who do not know, I did talk about this on some of my social media, but I had some lumps that had to be removed and it was a very scary time. When I went in for that surgery, they, I had to go in and they had to do like, I mean, they obviously previously did mammograms and biopsies and different stuff but the day of the surgery I had to go and they had to like smush it up and do like the mammogram to like put in a um like a numbing thing for the surgery so they put a numbing thing and while it's getting scanned they put another needle in 
to put like a, a marker in there of like that's they're like drill and they're like that's where the, the lumps are mark them with some sort of like metal tag or something so that way when they go in for the surgery they know to take out around those tags mm -hmm. right so when they i'm smushed they put the numbing needle thing or whatever my body had i forget till i tell me what it's called but like my body had a reaction to it it wasn't it was kind of like an allergic reaction but a little bit different where like everything shut down i just whatever was in that medicine my body was like nope too and so I'll, while I'm like, you have to kind of like hold the like mammogram machine, whatever it's called. And so they have your arms wrapped around because you're all smushed in. And I'm like, everything started like going black. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to like, I'm going to fall over. I'm going to fall over. And they were like, just, just hold on, just hold on. And they were like, oh, gosh, she's having a reaction. So they were like kind of freaking out. They're like holding me up because if I fall out of the thing, they have to start all over. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like I'm holding up and it just like everything just started to fade away and my whole body just and it was so weird because it wasn't like when they put you under because that's I don't know if you've ever been under mm -hmm. but like that's like falling asleep yeah it's just like uh and I'm awake yeah it was like a slow draining of my life because everything went black and my whole body whatever and I just like felt it where I was like oh like there was something in that met like it did not I'm okay and I just was like okay Obviously, that didn't happen, and I'm Thank very grateful. Goodness. But, like, I I guess I, like, in the past thought that that would be, like, a very, like, you know, like, oh, fuck moment. But it was just, like, okay. And I am very, god damn it, why am I crying on this damn thing Every again? fucking time. Not every time. Once other time. <laughs> One other time. Every other mm. time. I want to be, I am grateful that I have lived a life where I can have that response mm -hmm. and I want to make an active effort to continue to live mm -hmm. that way. So that way, no matter when it happens, that will be my response. But like, not for like a long time, please. No, absolutely not for a long, 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 <laughs> long, long, fear of acceptance long, 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 like, hey, <laughs> bitch, that's just done. Piano from the ceiling. Oh no. <laughs> From the sky. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's really beautiful. And I think that's actually really inspiring. And I think that goes back to, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. um, and I want that. To die? No. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. That feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I want that for you too. And if there's any way that I can help you have that, please let me know. And I will be sure to let you know. You take care of you, bitch. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>